Welcome back to Mocha's Jams with your host, Mocha Sister, here on Anchor, Spotify, for podcasters, and other um, platforms. Thank you guys for being here and returning to support the channel. So, this channel, we talk about writing, poetry, lyricism, and literary things. All things literary on this channel. So, I decided to do some deep dives and look into poems about the writing life. (laughs) I do not hold the copyright to these poems, and these poems are used for entertainment purposes only. Um, The first poem is called Recipe for a Good Letter by Amos Russell Wells. To write a good letter Take a hand of grit, a plenty of time and a little wit. Take patience to set it and stir it all up. With ladle of energy, then fill a cup. With kind thoughts and helpful thoughts, merry thoughts too. With bright words and wise words, a word strong, strong and true. Mix all these together, then add it for spice. Some good news, some funny news, all news that's nice. Then seal it with the love kiss and stamp it with care. Direct your friend's heart and presto, tis there. I like the rhyming scheme in this one. It's kind of nice. Recipe for a good letter. I like that. A very short poem called A Literary Miss by Oliver Marble. There once was a literary miss and all that she needed for bliss was some ink and a pen, reams of paper, and then 30 days to describe half a kiss. I like this short but powerful poem. I like how they use the I rhymes in it, but I also like the idea of 30 days to describe half a kiss because, you know, as writers, and I know I have written a lot of romance poems, lovey poems, erotic poems, where, yes, you can have more than 30 days to describe half a kiss, and I love that idea. Very short poem, The Pen, by Anonymous. Within my pen, what words are pent? What mystery, what merriment. It hath a door, my pen somewhere, of what a throng is waiting there. Bright thoughts are standing all about and quivering to be let out. Oh, could I find the golden key, open the door, and set, set them free. Another literary poem by Anonymous, Literary Crisis. There is nothing so hollow as pens. There is nothing so gloomy as ink. When a man is obliged to think of something and doesn't know what to think, there is nothing so blank as paper. There is nothing so void as a brain. When a man has an hour to think up a thought and has thought for an hour in vain, I know how a ghost must feel as he tries with his fingers of air to convey a mouthful of good beefsteak to the mouth that isn't there. Whew. 
let's let's go back through this poem. It says, A Literary Crisis. There's nothing hollow as pens. There's nothing gloomy as an ink. When a man is obliged to think of something that doesn't know what to think. <laughs> so he's talking about a literary crisis, using your pen, trying to come up with ideas, sitting there looking at the paper, and and there's nothing in your brain. I mean, nothing. Maybe you have an hour to think up a thought. And when that hour has gone by, nothing has still come. That's the frustration of being a writer too, because we can sit there and want to write and want to write and want to write and no thought has come. That's why (laughs) sometimes I have to do things to stimulate my thought. Like all writers do, you do use, use different resources to kind of inspire what you want to do. So maybe you put on a little jazz, you get a little wine going, or maybe you go out and listen to some poetry. I used to buy, uh, write my best poems sitting in a coffee house, not even with a journal, but like on the back of like some kind of piece of paper at the, at the uh, bar. Like that's how I used to write a lot of poems. I like that poem. I like the idea of a writer having a literary crisis because we have all And I'm going to end with the letter by Emily Dickinson. Let's see what happens with this poem. Okay. Okay, here we go. Going to him, happy letter, tell him. Tell him the page I didn't write. Tell him I only said the syntax and left the verb and the pronoun out. Tell him just how the fingers hurry then how they waited slow, slow, slow. And then you wish you had eyes in your patience so you could see what moved them so. Tell him, I wasn't a practice writer. You guessed from the way the sentence toiled. You could hear the bodice tug behind you as if it held but the might of a child. You almost pitied it. You, it worked so. Tell him, no, you may quibble there. For it would split his heart to know it, and then you, I, were silenter. Tell him, night finished before we finished, and the old clock kept nigh and day. And you got sleepy and begged to be ended. What could it hinder so to say? Tell him just how she sealed you, cautious. But if he asks where you are hid, until tomorrow, happy letter. Gesture, coquette, and shake your head. <laughs> I like that. That's this little, I like that little poem, Miss Emily. Anyway, I hope that you like one of these poems. <laughs> I will talk to you guys in the next episode of Speak Truth to Life. Be well.